Two Bit Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Am I? Yes, I am. <laughs> I just talked. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw you were going deep and philosophical there. And there's no place for deep and philosophical in video games. Come on. Keep your politics out of it. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, usually we jump straight into click pitch, but I believe, Trevor, you have maybe a bit of a game to pitch that we might want to discuss, an yes. idea that you had this week. So, I had this idea after listening to our debut album from Kuradust. There was a song mm-hmm. in there that just gave me an idea for a good adventure game. So, let's just see where it goes. So, in this game, you play a hypnotist. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just picturing that the verbs are just different hypnotic suggestions that you can give to people. Okay. Um, and just the idea of, of sort of like this hypnotist going through sort of like a, a day in the life sort of thing. And there's some weird hijinks that sort of happen around around him. I'm sort of almost thinking that he's not going to be like a, a cop or anything like that. I'm thinking he's almost going to be like a, a petty criminal. Okay. Is he like a stage hypnotist who does this for a job or he, he's just like found the book on like hypnosis 101 and and is taking advantage? Well, I think the idea is open to whichever way you'd like to go. Okay. Okay. All right. So, that's, uh, that's an interesting idea. I do like the idea of basically all your interactions within the game are making other people do things <laughs> uh, as opposed yes. to it's not your standard like pick up inventory items and uh, and have discussions and, and use things yourself. It's all all of your interactions are yeah with with people and, and hypnotizing them to do something. Yeah, having conversations and choosing you know certain responses to that maybe you can you can see in there some highlighted words that you can sort of go down. That is just the power of suggestion as to as to what you want someone to do. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. It does come. It does come with some challenges around making sure our main character isn't just like taking advantage of all these people in this horrible way that they have no control over. You know, consent and all that. But I do. Yeah, the suggestion thing is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the thing about hypnosis is that. If you really don't want to do something, you will physically not do it. I know because I've actually been hypnotized myself, as we've talked about on the, <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. On the podcast before, whether it was this one or whether it was Two Sweary Dads, I can't remember which one. Yeah. Go listen to Two Sweary Dads, all 32 episodes <laughs> now on Spotify. Um, <laughs> at least they should be. I think so. I don't know if I submitted it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, go, yeah, no, I, 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 I guess it depends on what, what direction we're going. If it's sort of the, the cliched version of hypnosis and hypnotic suggestion where you can like make people clock like chicken, uh, for the rest of their lives or yeah, like just basically how, how far down that path we go. Because I feel like to make it fun, you would have to use a bit of that, right? You, you want to be having an actual effect without having to take too much else into account. Yeah. But maybe it is around setting up certain conditions. Maybe it's that you yeah, you can't just make people do things they completely don't want to do. It's like finding the hook that sort of tells you through conversation that like, like that there is something they want to do and then convincing them or giving them the suggestion that doing the thing you want them to do will help them get what they want. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, I can kind of imagine that, you know, someone's talking about how they've always wanted to sing in front of people and then you just, you suggest to them that they that they actually start singing and that gives you, you know, sort of like a distraction to go do something else. Yeah. So, maybe it's like hooking into parts of their conversation. It's funny. So, I've been watching Lucifer, which I know you've watched. Mm-hmm. Great show. Uh, and, he's, and he's got his little trick where he can have people tell what him their desires. What do you most desire? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's almost a little bit like that. It's like teasing out what it is they actually want that they are sort of afraid to do or can't do for some reason. And then, yeah, like using that hypnotic prod to put them in the right direction, but doing it in a way that means you, they give you the key that you need. <laughs> what, what I, what I kind of like well, is that you can, the cash register open. you can also, uh, like maybe have some disguises that he sort of puts on. They're kind of just shitty disguises, but it's still, like, mm. um, kind of like, uh, 
you know, the scarecrow from uh, Batman, how, you know, it's just a normal sort of sack that he has over his head. But when he when he uses that <laughs> right. hypnotic sort of right. poison, he turns into like this this evil sort of thing. I, I kind of like the idea that you can almost use, you know, the hypnotic suggestion that, yes, you've got a shitty clown mask on, but now that they're under your under your thing, they actually believe you're a clown and you're not actually the person that you that you appear to be or or something along those right. lines. Yeah, yeah. I do like the idea of, so you can still have some inventory puzzles, but yeah, that's around putting together these disguises. Like you just have to have the bare minimum of something that would that would vaguely look like or, or, or slightly convince someone that you're a party clown or you're, you're a police a officer or whatever. Yep. <laughs> You just need, yeah. You just need like something shiny on your on your chest and and a hat. Yep. And then that's enough to kind of give them that prod of I'm a cop, and they go, "Oh, you're a cop." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah, that's I, I like the idea of going down that route. And yes, you're sort of like an anti-hero sort of thing. You know, you're a petty criminal and that sort of stuff. But as you go through the game, I'm thinking that you can actually come across like a, a supernatural sort of plot that is actually happening. You. You're like one of the only ones who can sort of use your hypnosis to um to sort of save the world or save your little corner of the. Hmm. Perhaps I kind of I kind of like the idea of keeping it a bit more mundane, and it's more about the journey of this guy, and like maybe he falls in love with someone, but because he's used his hypnosis on them, he like he's struggling then with whether it's real or not, and like and then having having to come across. The, the consequences of his own actions, basically, mm-hmm. um, and, and realizing, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't just like use hypnotic suggestions on everyone out there because it's it's bas- it's gaslighting them or it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, creating situations where they don't know what's real, and then that, when that happens, then there's some interesting stuff you could do that for sure. Yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of there being like a um, antagonist who's also a hypnotist. Yeah, well, that could. That could be a good way to juxtapose the different uses of it. And, I mean, none of them are good, really. Like, if you're literally making people do things against their will. But, yeah, like, this guy, I guess by trying to do it in a way that the person gets what they want, it feels a bit more, uh, a little bit less skeezy. Um, And then I guess if he's trying to take down that antagonist... Because I'm picturing this antagonist as basically like a pickup artist style, <laughs> like <laughs> totally scamming people and thinks that he understands the human psyche because he's got a few tricks that have worked sometimes. But, but he's also working for the cops. <laughs> so it's, you know, sort of like he, he's doing bad shit but for the cops and it's like a lot worse than what, what you're currently doing. Well, it's totally the thing a cop would probably do. <laughs> take advantage of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Plant drugs and make them believe it was theirs. <laughs> oh, God. That could be interesting, actually. Maybe maybe you see it happen and that prompts you to learn, but because you've only just learned it, that's why you're not actually power- powerful enough to really make people do things they don't want to. This other guy does, basically, somehow. Like, again, we know that that's not how hypnosis really works, but in this, in this, in the world of this game. And so, yeah, you're having to, to kind of fight back by doing it in this sort of semi, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Uh, semi good. <laughs> <way. laughs> That's not what I was trying to find. <laughs> Less problematic way. Uh, to actually sort of help people at the same time, you, you let, you get what you want. Less shitty. And that might mean breaking the law as well. But you're not hurting people, right? Like it's petty crime, as you said. Yeah, yeah, it's all petty crime. Whereas you know, you're not trying to get away with, you know, murder or, or you know. yeah, corrupt like pure corruption or things that that step on others to get what you want. You're helping others to get what you want, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think there's some cool stuff there. Yeah, I think there's well. Uh, oh yeah, I don't. I don't know if we'll run into that for the whole episode as we sometimes do with these point of clicks, but. Since we're in a bit of a point-and-click mood since we started and since you and I in the background, which I think we've mentioned on this podcast, are kind of working on our own little point-and-click adventure, mm-hmm. maybe we do a click pitch where we make 
point-and-click adventures, which I think we've done once before as well. <laughs> so, in other words, we can go very heavily narrative. Yay! <laughs> yeah, exactly. World-building narrative. We don't have to think about gaming games. <laughs> Let's go on. It's been 148. Where are we up to? I don't know. Nearly 150 episodes. It's hard to come up with new mechanics every week, but just coming up with new stories is, it's fun. is a bit easier. Okay. Yeah. So let's do that. Three, two, one, click. Yeah. Teach. Hill. Teach Hill? Yes. Okay. So my mind immediately went to some sort of like mountain troll, like hill troll or something. See, my my, my mind went to uh, haunting of hill house. And then I'm just picturing a teach, like a teacher or, you know, some sort of nanny coming to look after the kids and just getting scared shitless. Oh, no. When you said that, my mind went to, you are a ghost teacher at ghost school. (laughs) (laughs) So, or or you're a student at ghost school and there's like, you know, opening cupboard doors 101 and... Learning, you know, horrific faces and the different, especially Harry Potter. It's Hogwarts, but for ghosts instead of wizards. Um, and given given what happened in Haunting of Hill House, all over the goddamn place, it's hiding in that in that one little spot that you can just be seen by cameras. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. standing well, very are, still. <laughs> exactly, we're only going to be seen after you know thirty seconds of of standing still as as they as the uh, audience makes out a. A figure. Well, that's totally it. It's like understanding the shadows of a room to for the you know the most effect. Yeah. Uh, I, li- I like that idea. That, that's there's some fun stuff we could do there. Yeah. Let's 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 dive into that a bit more. I think you're a student there. Okay. I think we go down the tropey kind of. You've got your little gang of of, of misfits who meet in the first year yep. and become friends. Mm-hmm. One is kind of got like a little scar, but not not. In the shape of a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're incorporeal, so I'm not sure they have scars. Uh, they might have emotional scars. Yeah, and then they may they may come across visually on their you know as they as they gain control of their their sort of uh, ectoplasmic manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, is this, let, let's let's go to this. Is this a school for teenagers who have died as teenagers, or is it a school for it, all ages who have just died and are learning to haunt. Uh, do all ghosts go to here to learn to haunt? Or is it like, is there this whole big world of ghosts out there and haunting is like a specific kind of well, skill I, set I think, that only some of them do? I think kind of similar to, you know, in the Harry Potter universe, how you got like a wizarding school in London, you got a wizarding school in France, you got a wizarding school. Oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. regional too, so for sure. I'm liking the idea that this is like an Australian... Wizarding, uh, not wizarding school, uh, an Australian ghost school. So it turns out that when when you die, no matter how old you were, you return back to like early teenage years um, until you okay. until you decide, you know, how old you actually want to be for for your ghost. Right. Okay. Until you gain back. Okay. So we, we can do some sort of mumbo jumbo. Uh, tech. I was going to say techno babble, but it's not really technology. It'd be it'd be just like uh, ecto ecto babble. There you go. Uh, <laughs> some sort of ecto babble about how you know when you go through puberty, that's when your self, your uh, sense of self, is strongest. Yeah, and so the the spirit natu- naturally reverts back to manifests that. Yep. manifests as that. Yeah, when you're uh, when you die, when you're a newly born ghost. Uh, and then, yeah, part of the, one of the things you learn at the school is learning to gain control over your ectoplasmic manifestation, mm-hmm. a term I've just created, but I like. Um, <laughs> and, like, that can be one of the specialties, right? Like, people who are good at that are the types of ghosts that can, you know, like the fucking library ghost in Ghostbusters can contort themselves and make themselves into these, you know, grotesque, versions of themselves not everyone can do that some people have to just move stuff around or like you know some people are better at moaning and groaning some people are better (laughs) at becoming like a slimer yeah exactly uh so uh, yeah look i fucking really like this game let's because there there is a lot of just ghost lore to to draw from and be funny about yeah um you know you got you got your beetle juices you've got um 
Yeah, you've got your Ghostbusters, you've got your more serious ones. Yeah, the Haunting uh, like Hill House. Sense or Haunting Hill yeah. House or the others or something, you know. Oh, I love the others. You've got your Caspers, you've got your, I don't know. <laughs> Casper from last week. <laughs> so, let's, let's think characters. Should we stick with the standard three main characters? That, that these these stories tend to do. Yeah, but you get to choose which of the three characters you play. So there's a little bit of choice yeah. at the start. Well, okay, here's here's what I think. Because I was going to say, let's not go the standard like two guys and a girl, because that's always the way it goes. Yeah, two guys, I was say, girl, let's do two and a pizza guys place. And a, yep. Two girls and a guy, or it can just be you choose your character. You can choose a gender, or you can just make yourself, or yep. we can just go completely. Non-gendered. Even. Yeah, you go. You um, can go and non-gendered, and then you know it's basically your personality that chooses which character you sort of play. Um, so there's always three characters: one sort well, of neurotic, one's two, yes. brainy, and one's you know actiony or whatever. And then you can sort well, of go down either one of those paths by well, choosing your personality. Well, I don't know that we want to. I was more just trying to make it obviously um, open, open for all for all people. I think your character is the personality is relatively well defined. Uh, it's more just the the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we just give you some like different hairstyles and, and ways you can look and not be gendered about it. And then you've got, I think you've just got like a boy, a girl ghost, and a girl ghost who are your companions, and they're they're, they're mm-hmm. the same characters every time. Okay. Uh, because if we're going strongly narrative, then we obviously want to like do some strong. Okay, but to really fuck it up, one of them is a ghoul. So you got. <laughs> Two one's ghosts, a, girl, a ghoul, one's a ghoul. <laughs> two ghosts and a ghoul and yeah. a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just coming, just coming up with yeah, two yeah, guys, yeah, two yeah, guys no, and gotcha, a girl in gotcha. a pizza place joke. But no. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the play, the place will come in. Maybe one of them died in a pizza place or laundromat or whatever. <laughs> um, and. and and is, you know, kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds, but not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's definitely, the ghoul is definitely super hot. Yeah. Uh, you know, but also ghoulish. Yeah. So, what's the difference between a ghost and a ghoul in this world? Um, well, ghouls are, are actual, like, physical manifestations, as in, you know, they, they can fully touch, whereas ghosts can go through shit. Okay, are they still someone who's died? Yeah, so, still someone who's different- died and- uh, I think in in this case, like in this law, basically they're almost like a zombie, but retained all their all their memories, sort of thing. So they're they're kind of ghoulish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, that's interesting. So, is there some reason then that uh, when someone dies, they would come back as a ghoul as opposed to a ghost? Um, yeah, uh, I'm just. Trying to think whether we can we can come up with a some sort of uh, reason as to as to why this person was somewhat resurrected as as it were, you know. But yeah, maybe it comes down to like the circumstances of death. Yeah. Um, something around like if they were um, oh, or maybe it's around like if if they if there was an attempted an attempt at. Because I'm thinking, like, you know how Frankenstein, like, it's electricity that brought them, brought the body back to life? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's if they had a fucking, what do you call the zappers? The cardio thingies. Uh, defibrillator. Defibrillator. Maybe nobody, nobody obviously in the living world has realized this, but the people who are defibrillated, it, it puts enough juice back into their body that they the ghost can't escape. <laughs> uh, and so, they come back as ghouls instead. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of just having having this difference of, of one of your friends is a ghoul and therefore, yeah. you know, they, they're continually having to, having to like, eat, eat you know, um, corpses eat and eat, eat flesh and all that sort well, of stuff. Well, and I love the idea that, like, obviously certain things we've already talked about don't apply to them then, like- they they don't have any control over their manifestation because they're just in their body and it's rotting. And so, they have to go to, like, taking care of your rotting corpse class <laughs> and find ways to, <laughs> yeah. to, like, preserve it as long as possible, reattaching limbs 101. Yeah. Uh, but but <laughs> also, like, the the core courses of, you know, standing in the corner is still, is still you know, all good. Yeah, but well, it's like certain standing things- in the corner yeah. and hiding the smell. 
That is um, <laughs> that is the, the key component of smell the smell out when it's appropriate <laughs> to, to be most scary and not just most humorous. That's actually a real big problem with ghouls is there's a lot of gas buildup and if they don't learn to let it out at, at scary times, it, they just become a laughingstock. Mm-hmm. We've lost many good ghouls to, to clownery that way. Uh, I do like this idea, though, that haunting isn't the only job, right? Just like how in Harry Potter, you know, they don't all become auras or whatever. There's, there's a whole world of jobs in this, depending on what classes they take and how well they see the different things, they'll do different things out in the ghost world. Mm-hmm. Then this is the, in the wizard world in that case, then this is the same case in the ghost world here. Haunting is like the superstar, you know, job. That's what you want. Uh, because the best haunters are, are celebrities and they're famous. But, okay, so you know. what people don't realise in this world is the um, the whole way electricity actually works throughout the most part, it's all ghost-powered. So elevators are just a whole heap of ghosts pulling up, um, pulling up, you know, the box when you, when you, hit, the, uh, when you hit buttons. Wait, so they work stuff. for humans? They're, they're working in the world. I mean, for the living... Yeah, I th- I think it's I uh, <laughs> no. I, I I think that's ha- no, that's I how think- that's how original technology was. And then then electricity <laughs> came along. Okay. Okay. All right. That uh, I like that a bit better. So there's still some jobs where uh, basically yeah, where where ghosts are, are hired as such. Do, are there are they living creatures, living beings out there who know they're hiring ghosts, or is this like a service that is provided by ghosts? I, I'm I'm picturing uh, that it's, that it's sort of like a- the um the heads of state in in your in your area know everything about the ghosts, right? So similar to how like again, just making the the, the leap over to Harry Potter, <laughs> uh, how like the prime minister. Uh, of you of of the UK would would talk yeah. to the Minister of Magic. Yeah, yeah. So the Minister of so Ghosts and Ghouls, yeah, the the Governor Ghost General. <laughs> <laughs> um, it talks to yeah, it talks to the to the heads of state, and okay, and they they make deals around. All right, what you know, maybe ghosts fix things and. Um, and yeah, make certain things run uh, th- that we don't otherwise know how they run or something. <laughs> they keep the bumblebees up in the air. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I suppose the the reason why you know they don't want everyone knowing uh, what actually happens is because uh, you know not everyone can handle the fact that there is no afterlife. It's basically you're always on Earth, right? Right. There's no afterlife like based on how good or bad you were. No. It's just no. Now you've just got your next life. There's the next life, yeah. not the after. Like <laughs> I guess it's still technically the afterlife. It's just now for eternity. And but, but I kind of like the idea that ghosts can die as well, and no one knows what comes next. And and they, um, <laughs> right. so so everyone's sort of like not wanting to actually disappear because they don't want to yeah. they don't is it to. as easy as a human can die or is it take a bit more work um does it need does it take an exorcist like a, is it some sort of uh spiritual yeah and i think know, cleansing? I think, I think there's some there's some human things that actually can cause you know the ghost to disappear uh ghouls uh, maybe uh, it's still around electricity like the, the same way that electricity keeps a, a spirit in in the body on upon death Maybe electricity does something where it like it, it, it tries to connect the spirit back to the body, but the body's gone, so it just tears the spirit apart. You know yep. what I mean? What what I do kind of like is you can almost have this this thing of ghosts have only really been around. Like you can't find a ghost that is any older than like the turn of the century when electricity started coming into, oh, into play. You're saying that ghosts are actually a recent thing. Yeah, I, I'm liking the idea that. Okay. You know, there's sort of like the earliest ghost that you can find, and part of this whole this whole thing is that you you actually find out that you know ghosts have only been around as long as electricity's been around, and so it's something to do with electricity that's actually causing the ghost to stay on this mortal plane. How would we explain that, and how would we reconcile that with the whole ghoul thing? Well, the the whole ghoul thing of the you know the ghost being caught in the body is is part of 
the reason as to as to why you know the electrical fields around um around this this area cause cause the ghost to still remain locked to the planet the the electricity okay, so rem- there's some sort of like electromagnetic radiation is is what causes spirits to stick around yep. or something okay and and i'm yeah, i'm thinking that we we could actually end you know this sort of thing is like a um a huge uh, like EMP goes off in this one area, and all the ghosts disappear. Yeah, it just kills all the ghosts. Um, uh, yeah. Look, that could be an interesting. Uh, I like this as as a general world building law yep. thing. I think if we're going to like talk about a specific the specific story of the game and the characters that I that I want to bring it down a level from from the very existential yeah, yeah, yeah. level of why ghosts are there. Uh, but, but yeah, I think. Well, particularly having an EMP kill ghosts is is an interesting, an interesting thing. And and look, that makes things like the nuclear um, nuclear blo- like nuclear weapons, are just as devastating to the ghost population. Oh yeah, as to the human population. Yeah, they they, they can um, be you know maybe one of the history classes talks about um, how there's no there's no ghost that can be found um, in you know. Uh, like in, 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 well, in, in Japan from from before like 1943 when the when the bombs dropped, you know, right. the um the earliest ghosts over there are are actually you know from 1944 onwards. Yeah. yeah, and you know, just giving a little bit of um a little bit of history, some hints towards that. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Well, let's let's dig into the characters a bit more because I would like to you know if, if this takes the whole episodes a bit because I'm enjoying this yeah. this idea. <laughs> it's a cool idea. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. I really like it. So, let, let's think about the characters. Let's think about what killed them, <laughs> and then let's think about the journey that they go on uh, in this in the f- the first episode of this new franchise we are creating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, your character, I, I think, should have a name, um, but like I said, we we won't gender them. Um, uh, Terry, because it can be Terry's good. Terry's good. Scary Terry. Yep, it can be either with uh, a T E R R Y or T E R I sort of thing. Yeah. So I think, and I think either way, you can, yeah. But yeah, that's fine. And yeah, you can choose how to spell. Yeah. Uh, and so you've got your pals. What's Terry? How did Terry die? How did your character die? Um, uh, Obviously, in a way where they weren't going to be resuscitated because uh, they're not a ghoul. They are a ghost. Um, I'm thinking uh, that you don't find out straight away, but you find out later on down the track that um, Terry died peacefully in in his her sleep at the ripe old age of 85 or something like that. So Okay. That- well, how much do these ghosts remember then? Um, do they not? They, they kind of they know where they lived. And- like sort of how- do they know how long they lived, though? Like, do they have memories of people, um, like, their life when they are alive? Yeah, I, th- I think you can have almost, like, an unreliable na- narrator that, you know, just in the fact that they look young, that doesn't mean that they died young, if you know what I mean. So, you- Yeah, yeah, you yeah, of course. L- but I'm just go. wondering, like, when this- when Terry, you know, emerges as a ghost, do they just go, oh, fuck, I guess I died in my sleep at 87? had a long life, what happens next? Or is it like, where am I? Who am Like, where am I? I know my name. You know, yep. I've got some ideas about my life. I don't know how I died. Yeah. And I, th- I think, yeah, it's, like- I think it's maybe, a, maybe a thing that, you know, you, you actually see from, from, you know, the first moment that they're, they're turned into a ghost and they're sort of learning about the, about the world and all that sort of stuff. And after a while, they, they sort of get told, okay, so, you were actually, you know, 85 years old and you, you died here and that's when your memories start coming back as to your family. Okay, all right. So, maybe it's one of it's these like things a where, yeah. amnesia sort of thing that every ghost you're goes You're reborn. You don't, you don't remember. Uh, you, you know a bit about yourself. You've got sort of your, your self-realization and your name and that sort of thing. Uh, but, again, it's maybe from when you were a teenager, mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. If out in the real world you run into things from your previous life, then it can jog memories. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But, yeah, I think, okay, so maybe then I like the idea that there are some sort of, there's some sort of group. There is a job, and this is one of the jobs you could become uh, through this ghost school, 
who are patrolling the world constantly to find people who have just died, like to find fresh ghosts mm-hmm. because cause maybe it's that like the ghosts that really cause pain to people and and, and sort of they're like vigilante haunters are those who don't get scooped up and brought into kind of the ghost civilization. They find themselves memoryless in this place, but they soon start seeing fraction, like fragments of their life. Things start coming yep. back to them. They start getting angry and confused. They destroy. They start shit, resenting you know. the living, and that's when that's when you know. Yeah, and so they cause there's harm. This, there's this team of you know. Um, Ghost trusters? No, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, another team called Ghost Lusters, and they're all of they're all lusting oh, after that's ghosts. That's just the sex lines. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's just the ones who. That's just actually just humans with ghost kinks. Uh, and they you know, they exist. But no, I think I think there's this. Yeah, there's this like if if a ghost sees a human die. Maybe there's a little bit of time before the ghost manifests. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just sort of start seeing the like ectoplasm leaking in that area or like converging on that area or something. Yep. Uh, and, and so they can like call in this team to, to, to bring them in and, and take them to, to one of these schools or, or maybe the sort of facilities. There's like a waiting room. Maybe you just wake up in a waiting room. Like that's the first thing you remember. It's a little bit good place. Yep. Um, but I'm think, I think it's like you know, a gothic you, you castle sort of thing, you know. So it's a, okay, not so yeah. much a, a normal waiting room, but it's it's, it's more yeah. of like a um, yeah. You wake up on, sort of on a bench in in like a gothic castle, and someone walks walks or, out. <laughs> or <laughs> and and this is going back to the mundane. If we wanted to do this, but I like the idea that it is just sort of a regular office, but it's just permanently. Uh, decorated like it's Halloween, <laughs> with, like shitty decorations, and stuff. <laughs> shitty skeletons, and then like one of the skeletons starts to talk, and it's actually like, <laughs> yeah, that's when it's <laughs> yes, it's someone who works there. You're just looking around the room. It's like a uh, paper mache bat, uh, you know, a, 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 a hanging skull head made of plastic. Oh, this really quite realistic looking skeleton. Oh, whoa, whoa, it just moved. <laughs> And called your number. <laughs> number 1,253. Yes, that's me. <laughs> so, yeah, and so you got, kind of get a little bit of a... Yeah, you, like, you've got this little intro. It's like this rundown. It's like, so you've died. Uh, we're, you know, welcome to uh, the world of ghosts. And we've, you know, we're going to send you to the school. And here are your roommates. And uh, welcome, Terry. Ghost number thirty. Billion two hundred ninety-nine million four hundred fifty thousand six hundred twenty-one. <laughs> what I, what I was thinking well, actually, is it wouldn't be, it probably wouldn't be that many. As years, as uh, you start going so through, you find out that like um, the skeletons that move around they used to be ghouls, but they let them they yes. let the body rot too much, and well, they just so oh, they're yeah, just well, now I mean, a skeleton think- with um. You know, it turns out that, you know, because they're not fully destroyed, they are, they do actually still somewhat exist. Absolutely. They're still animated. I think, yeah, I think before long, every, like, well, after long enough, any ghoul just becomes a, a skeleton, an yeah. animated skeleton. Uh, because, yeah, it's basically that their spirit is bound to that flesh and not flesh uh, parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so, yeah, I like that idea. So, you, you can generally, you generally know that, that a skeleton, an animated skeleton has you know, been dead for a while. Uh, although there are those that are irresponsible and just don't don't take care of their flesh. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just picturing that like um, one of the ghouls got sort of like caught, you know, and by by I'm thinking almost like a forensic sort of uh, almost a bones like sort of thing where they cleaned the Ooh. bones off. So so after they did all the um. Did the all the analysis and try to find out, you know, when they threw the bones out, then then the ghoul, you know, started looking and goes, "Oh my god, I'm just bones now." <laughs> <laughs> Something happened where it took that long for the spirit to like re, you know, wake up in the yep. bones, or they were just so scared of of you know, um, well, they just stayed there the whole time. They just sat still, sat still, and it's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know what's going on." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that can be like a horror story they tell. Like if you if the the team, which we need to find a way a name for the team who goes around and scoops up yep. the freshly dead, but yeah, like this person wasn't, and so they just well, maybe they'll trap somewhere, right? Their body was yep. trapped somewhere for a long time, and they just were trapped in the body, and then yeah. They'd spent so long there lying still that they just let these people dig them up and do their research on the on the bones and then throw them, you know, in a case or whatever, and then they managed to pull themselves together literally and climb out. Yep. They're still missing quite a few bones. Okay, so... All right, so Terry... Well, I'm, I'm just wondering, uh, Terry you know, we, we've said point and click. So, is, is a lot of this going to be... Um, Sort of more telltale-y, dialogue-y sort of stuff with some interaction with um with inventory. Is it going to be? Um- yeah, good call. Uh, I mean, obviously, quite a lot of dialogue. Uh, when I say point and click, I'm usually defaulting to LucasArts. either 2D LucasArts esque um, or like happy to do 3D in that, but, but the gameplay generally, that sort of 3D Grim Fandango. Yeah. 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 Perhaps, um, you know, dialogue puzzles and, and inventory puzzles yeah. as the main kind of, uh, gameplay, particularly with comedic game. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I like that idea that basically maybe, oh, so maybe once they finish high school or whatever, you, whatever they call it, they, there's kind of like a they they take a year to it's sort of like a uh, a bit of a quest you know a, a bit of a uh, uh, it's it's almost a walkabout or something it's, it's almost to, like to a find, like a rumspringer slash um, yes you know yeah. uh, mission sort of like um, <laughs> it's like know, a the, gap year <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> just, just like the Mormons sort of go off and and you know try to convert more ghosts and that sort of stuff you know well no because what I was going to say is I think you go off and you find how you died. You find out about your life. Oh, yeah. So, like, the school is to prepare you for for being a ghost and, and what you might find out there, uh, and then you can go out and now you're, like, capable of dealing with the things that you're going to find and you pass, like, your previous life and who's still alive and who's dead. And, you know, if you do find that some people are dead, you might be able to meet up with them again and that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, you could have some really cool stories, and I'm thinking long-term here because, as I said, this is totally a franchise – uh, 100%. You could have some stories where, like, someone comes back who has already been through the school process but f- has found out that whether it's Terry or one of the other um, main characters, like, was someone from their previous life but who died first. Yep. And then re- then and then has somehow found out that, that they've also died and comes back to find them, and even though that's against the rules because they're not meant to, you know, interfere with the schooling process. Uh, and you can have some cool drama there. Yep. Okay, so I'm just thinking, like, how I want the first game to end, because, as we said, this is this is like a, a huge franchise that is going to go for many multiple games. Um, multiple episodes, for sure. I, I, well, do we do the Harry Potter-style thing of it being, like, a single year? Yeah, I do kind of like that, having, having a single like year, year sort of like a little bit of stuff happening at the school and, you know, Sort of is part of the is part of the larger story of what's going on. With yeah, but it's mostly school drama. It's mostly you know learning about the world, some drama within the school, learning what the school is for, and then a hint of the bigger story that's happening in in the in the ghost world outside. Yeah, um, and you know you got the history of of ghost kind and that sort of stuff that you can you can give off a little bit of this. Um, background as to what's sort of causing the ghosts. You know, it's it's not necessarily, um, you know, it's not something that's spelled out for you, but it's more something that if you wanted to read into it and you were interested, well, yeah, you could I actually think, find that. I think it's a mystery, right? Yeah. Like, there are ghost scientists studying it, and there are maybe even human scientists studying it. There might be, like, at the high levels of government, a joint task force of humans and, and ghosts and ghouls working to figure out, like, where did ghosts come from? Why in the past, you know, 100, 150 years uh, have have they started occurring? And they know it's got something to do with electricity just from the correlation, but, yep. yeah, they're sort of, they're trying to figure out the actual physics of it and stuff. Yeah, I, I do kind of <clears> like <throat> the idea that in the first 
um, episode, like the headmaster, um, something happens electricity-wise and the headmaster actually mm. passes away. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like that thing of he he's been your your sort of guide and and kind of like a in a Harry Potter way of yeah Dumbledore esque yeah. kind of situation. But he dies in the first, uh, not the first act, yeah. but like maybe the no, end of the but second like the act. near the end of the first episode. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, let, look. Let's let's think about the other characters who who are your friends. So there's Terry. We'll figure out what they what, what their kind of specialty is. I think one of the three does then need to be a bit of a science nerd, right? Yep. So they, they're the ones who kind of, they're interested in this and they bring it up of like, we don't even know where, you know, how ghosts come about, but it correlates with, you know, with the rise of electricity and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. They've got, they've got some, they've been doing the research and they've got tons of books on it. Yep. Um, I, I'm seeing like a, a grumpy, a grumpy old teacher who's kind of yeah. like a, a Snapeist. Esque sort of character, but yeah. the secret connection between you and that character is like the Snape esque character is actually your son who died in the car accident many many years before, and you were sort of estranged. Ooh. Yeah, and so he knows all about you, but of course they re- and yeah, he recognizes you from yeah. like the photo. You know, he knew what you looked like as a teenager. Yeah. Uh, no, I just I yeah, kinda, that's cool. I thought that idea would be kind of cool. And th- Flipping it on its head, sort of with with a snake dynamic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, the estranged son sort of thing, not liking his father or or mother or whatever. Yeah, um, parent. Yeah, yeah. That that could actually be um, a bit of a shock for the end of end of like maybe the second episode or something like that. I don't know. You could even put that in this episode. It could be something that's revealed near the end. Where yeah, yeah, like all through the game so far. He's been a real prick. Then again, when um, you think about it, like Snape wasn't really revealed until the end of um, the seventh chapter. No, no, no. I, I guess it just book. depends on you know. You don't. We're not. We don't want to mirror Harry Harry Potter completely. No, but um, you also don't want to. You don't want to blow your load on in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we've got. I think we've got a lot of load to work with here. Uh, <laughs> Slide me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm just picturing We, do, we do need episode. to think about how adult we make it as well, or what sort of adult humor we put in there. So, yeah, I think we've got the kind of nerdy archetype. Yep. Uh, and then you've got, I don't know, do we have the bumbler, or are they? is there like a jock type, or uh, like an art, arty, arty sort of type? Like how are we sort of splitting up these roles? Uh, I mean, I think obviously the other... The other ghost needs to be the nerdy one because they're super interested in ghosts. Yeah. And then maybe the ghoul is kind of a bit goth, like arty. Yep. Um, arty and, so- and somewhat clumsy um, because, you know, they're actually in yeah, the physical well, world sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you, you as a ghost, you know, float float through the- um. Float through the door, the the other ghost floats through the door, and the ghoul just smashes into it. They're constantly popping into it. All right. All right. So, I think, okay, I think the girl ghost is the nerdy one. Yeah. The guy is the ghoul, because uh, then you can have some good jokes about, like, girl, ghoul, similarity, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, girls. Did you say ghouls? No, girls. <laughs> uh, and then Terry is, let's Either. just think of their- well, Terry's either well, guy or girl, but not cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I, but I'm thinking of their, their personality. You know, do we just go that they're, like, the chosen one and they're, they're super good at everything, or, or are we, or do they struggle a bit? Like, are they actually not very good in their classes? I mean, that's kind of like Harry Potter anyway. He wasn't great in his classes. Uh, like, what's their specialty, I guess? What do they end up really exceeding? Um is it is it that they are going to be good at haunting, or is there another? Yeah, I can't. Role? I can't like the idea that they they're you good know, at they're haunting, gonna... but not much else. So they don't understand the science behind okay. everything. They sort of um, yeah, they've got like an instinct for it. Uh, yeah, and that, that can come back. That can yeah, come back to like something in, in their life that actually, um, you know, meant that they were actually good at at scaring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they were a teacher. Uh, <laughs> or a clown, <laughs> or a hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seek role. 
<laughs> okay, and so let's think of the arc then of the story. Uh, so Terry, you've got the sort of little intro, uh, and again, whether we do Gothic Castle or, or, or other, uh, or a bit more mundane, um, or, or like even the, obviously, even if it's in a Gothic Castle, it's still going to feel like a DMV, like a, you know, you're going to take a number and yeah, I do actually like the juxtaposition of it being this very, um, everyday kind of, uh, government building. In this, yeah, super I, 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 I can almost think that it's like, um, it, yes, it's a gothic castle. Yes, it's it's done up with really shitty Halloween doc- decorations. Um, but then when you yeah. then when you exit that that room, it's sort of like it was the only room that they actually did up as the castle, and everything else has got like plasters. <laughs> and the rest is just, yeah, the rest is just you know, it's at the corner. Yeah, it's like it's like a typical school building, uh, you know. It, it, doesn't actually have, you know, the high arch ceilings and that sort of stuff. It's like, right. yeah, we, we spent all the money in, on the welcoming <laughs> room. <laughs> well, we just do that to make people, you know, to meet people's expectations and, and yep. then we let them down <laughs> gently. Uh, either that or all that stuff is up just because it is Halloween. <laughs> they just celebrate it too. Uh, okay, so Terry Terry goes out, uh, get, gets explained to that, all right, you know, uh, you've died. Uh, you're at ghost school. You have not gone to heaven. You are actually still there on earth. There is no heaven. There is no hell, as far as we are aware. You're still on earth. Uh, you can't be seen by, by the living uh, yet. yet. Unless they're really, really high. <laughs> yeah, there is a correlation between drug use and, uh, and being able to spot ghosts, but we haven't really taken advantage of that yet. But, you know, you will learn to... To take control of your ghostly self, we will teach you and prepare you for life out there as a ghost. Those out there who still have a body, yes, you are technically dead. Yes, you you are still going to be held into your body. This is it for you. You're going to always have your body, and this is a skeleton sort of talking or something like that. Well, I think I think you find that out from when you meet. The ghoul, like, I think you, you, you know, you obviously get the, the spiel for ghosts and it's like, all right, you've been assigned to, uh, you know, dorm, uh, the, the, the Casper dorm and they're all named after famous ghosts. Uh, and you know, you're in room uh, 2F and, uh, you can go there and meet your roommates. And so then like the next scene is you go there and you've got some scenes with, we need to come up with some names. Um, the ghoul. Who is um <laughs> boy's name? Not Jeremy, because <laughs> we always Paul. Paul, sure. Uh the boy Paul the Ghoul and the ghost girl who is Frida. Rita. No, Frida. 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 Like Frida Keller. Frida, Frida, Frida. And uh, and so that's when you like learn about, you get some, some like exposition obviously from them about, oh, you know, but wait, you're not a ghost. It's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a ghoul. Like, I guess that happens sometimes. Spirit gets stuck in the body and you can do a, a back and forth dialogue about, yeah, there was this like animated skeleton that, that told me all about it. I guess that's what I'm going to be one day if I don't take care of my flesh body. Uh, <laughs> and just then, like, little finger just falls off. Yeah. 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 It's like, ah, just the bone left. They better take, you know, oh, they said that might happen. I need to collect them up. You know, my my first class is, you know, reattaching minor body parts. <laughs> my first lesson is home economics, where I'm going to learn to sew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so... And then I think, yeah, I think you just have a few um, scenes that are your classes, right? You start, or maybe, maybe you've got the whole. Do you have the? No, I don't know if you go the big like dinner sort of idea. Nah, I think you just you just nah, because because ghosts don't eat. Um, that's that's right. the other thing they say. Right. Uh, yeah, ghosts, there's no yeah, meals. No, none of the creatures you don't need to eat. eat. The- um, there's no sustenance required anymore. Except for ghouls. Well, I don't think they need to- <laughs> Ghouls need to eat. Well, okay, they need to eat. All right, yeah. 
ghouls, part of what they learn is, yes, technically ghouls need human flesh to survive, but our scientists have come up with a, you know, a, a, a mostly, uh, mostly working substitute that is not made from human flesh and you will be it's provided made from with stem that. cells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the, the lab grown meat, uh, uh, boom has really helped ghouls, uh, and their image because they don't have to go around yep. feasting on the flesh of the dead anymore. Um, because, you know, obviously the, the civilized ghouls who went to the school would, would wait until, well, maybe that was part of the team. The part of the team who went out to find fresh ghosts would also, when they could, mm-hmm. gather up the body, um, to feed all the ghouls in the school. Uh, yeah, so I think you get some class. Yeah, then you get to go to some classes and you meet <laughs> this teacher that, you know, who is a bit of a, a grumpy old bastard. And you, uh, you know, you obviously have some more discussions with your uh, roommates and, um, with what did we say, Paul and Frida. And you yep. do. I, I'm, I'm picturing that, um, you know, the main dorm that you go up against all the time is like the Beetlejuice storm or something like that. Yeah. You know, um, Beetlejuice actually wasn't, wasn't a real thing, but they just sort of, everyone really liked Beetlejuice, the movie that they decided to call one of the dorms, um, after, after Beetlejuice. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's technically a ghost, ghost isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what? Who are the other people at the schools? Are they sort of cliques? Different, different ghosts. Do the ghouls generally hang out together? And so, Paul hanging out with you is is a is a no no. Is unusual. Yep. Yeah, or at least just you know he gets looked down upon a bit uh, by the other ghouls. Are the ghouls the no. jocks? No, uh, they, 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 they see themselves as above everyone else. But really, they're just insecure because like they know one day they're going to be skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're really vain because yeah. they have to take care of themselves, right? They're taught to, to, to take such perfect care of their bodies. I'm, I'm just picturing, like, one of the teachers um, has had, like, 17 facelifts and her skin's, like, so torn across <laughs> her face. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, like, in this permanent, like, crazy and- smile and you can see, like, her teeth bared at all times. And it's, like, it is so yes, disgusting. definitely. Definitely. <laughs> And it's not just her face. It's like any yep. visible skin uh, is is like that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's the home ec teacher. And that's just the <laughs> it shows the, it shows the extent of of uh, of of how far that that body yep. body vanity can go. It's actually a real self esteem issue among schools oh, in God. school <laughs> the school ghouls. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, then then let's figure out what the conflict is. Um, I think do you, do you come across in that classic schoolyard kind of way? You've got an antagonist at the high school who kind of uh, picks on this group or, or decides that they don't like Terry. Yeah, I, I think I think you do have you you've definitely got someone external that is causing some issues, but it's yeah. It's also to do with someone internal to it as well. Like they're they're almost a mole sort of thing. External to the school, you mean? Yeah, as in there's an external yeah. threat to the school, and one of the one of the antagonists is actually, you know, sort of like a plant for this other group that is trying to cause havoc to um to the ghosts. Do plants have ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> How sentient does a being have to be? Are they animal ghosts? Um. Surprisingly, just no. dolphins and elephants. Surprisingly, <laughs> no. Um, I think because they haven't done too much with electricity, whereas humans have like had, you know, um, Bluetooth in their ears and all this sort of stuff, and it's <laughs> sort of all comes down to electricity. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess that's fine. I was kind of thinking then maybe like domesticated animals who've spent all that time in the yeah. same areas of he- as humans might, but. Yeah, um, so you, so you can do that, but for some reason, the wild animals, you know, they don't they don't remain yeah. on on this planet. Yeah, and definitely no like ocean animals or air, you know, flying animals particularly, yep. unless they're like caged birds and stuff. Yeah, but, I kind of um, like the idea that um, in the first week, which is probably like the first part of the game, um, yeah, you have like 
the head of um the head of the human state you know sort of like you've got Not the, the prime minister or the no, as in you got like the prime minister or, or whatever that comes can, comes down. Can the head of the ghost state be a literal head? <laughs> <laughs> there are ghoul who, like, all that's left is their head, <laughs> <laughs> or at least they have. Well, maybe that's the headmaster at this school. <laughs> it's literally a head. Yeah, just literally a head. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is that you know the the head of the area that that the schools released in, which would be the Prime Minister yeah. of Australia or whatever, turns up to actually give like a speech saying that um I've I only found out about ghosts when I when I joined Parliament and it is my duty to actually tell you that you have to you have to keep this uh secret. It is your your duty to actually make sure that the um the normal population does not find out about this yeah. on punishment of and then they, they show like some some video of of like ghosts being punished by being obliterated by, by electric well, either either they um, put them like in a Faraday cage sort of thing and there's no no electricity that, that can sort of get in there and therefore oh, they just so it's a lack of electricity yep. that's hence why the uh, hence why the EMP you know causes well, yeah okay I was more thinking that was just that it's because it's such a huge electromagnetic pulse that it just kind of scrambles them to the point that the yeah I, I think it's more the fact stay that together it's, anymore, it's but the it's actually the lack of electric electromagnetic yep. radiation after the fact yeah interesting all right so yeah that could be something to explore for sure I still can't believe that our first click we came up with something that we've done the entire episode I don't even want to stop man like no <laughs> I know we're close to an hour but. So, all right, is the threat then that someone does want to expose the ghost world to the living? Yep. I'm I'm kind of thinking it's it's almost like if you saw the Ghostbusters 2016 version. Yeah. How you had that guy who wanted to basically become a ghost himself and become almost like the lord over the ghosts. That's your right. sort of antagonist that, you know, he's he's trying to amass an army so he can actually take over. Or you know, so maybe maybe this, this person is is competing with the the team who does find the fresh ghosts mm-hmm. uh, and is managing to scoop up these ghosts before they can and yeah bring them up basically teach them differently. Basically, he's going around and finding all the ghost clusters, like all the clusters Do you mean, of like, ghosts. Just when a bunch of people die all at once, or yes. Right. I had okay. to I had to come up with another Ghostbusters. Oh, ghost clusters. <laughs> right. Sorry, I didn't get the. The rhyme, right? I've been sitting on that for like the last 40, 40 <laughs> minutes or so. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, yeah, no, but I do like that idea that they are that, uh, and I think that's the big bad of the whole game is whole series in a vault. The whole series is you know in a Voldemorty fashion, <laughs> um, amassing this army. But yeah, it's through it's through grabbing them when they're you know it's someone who realised. These ghosts with no memories are a, a resource to be tapped. Yeah, because you can t- you can teach them whatever you want as long as you don't basically expose them to things that will bring back their memories. Yeah, uh, they can just become an army of ghosts. And so, yeah, maybe there's all these vicious hauntings. So, I think one thing we do need to establish is because we talked about haunting being the big thing, but these ghosts generally seem pretty benevolent and friendly. Yep. Why do they want to haunt humans? Why is that a service that is provided? Do they only haunt bad humans? Are they? Is there something about scaring a human that is is actually providing a service? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going into into that? the idea that we kind of talked about before that hauntings are actually more they're more the the ghosts that didn't end up at the school. So I think that maybe as part uh, okay. of this, all right. it's all about preventing hauntings. Um, to, okay, to try so you and don't keep actually have haunting classes then at yeah. the school. Yeah. The classes are more, it is around control. So you still have the, the, the ways to like, yeah, control your, your ectoplasmic manifestation or, yeah. or different things, but. Yeah. And, and you know, it's fine, it's, although in a way it does make it less fun. Uh, in a way, I it makes that idea of, in a way it does make it less fun because I did love the idea of all the classes around specific ways to haunt people. 
<laughs> well, well, well there's, we, we can, from a world we can still go. We can sense. still go down that that sort of path of the. This is practical skills that you may not use, but you still need to know in any way to ha- yeah. how to haunt yeah, in yeah, the yeah, right yeah. way. Um, you know, and it should be fun. You know, it, it's all about. Um, you know, sort of like the scary, the scary house at one of those. Um. One of those Halloween parties or something like that. And it's all based around, you know, it's fun, it's fun scares, yeah. not, not, you know, kills, not kill scares. So I had an interesting <laughs> thought and I don't think we want to follow it because we're actually at the end of our episode and we blow up the whole thing. But we could keep all of the world building we've done, except your character is actually scooped up by the bad guy and taught to haunt. <laughs> and it's only later that it's revealed that actually there's this whole world of of ghosts out there and you're basically a terrorist well there's there's <laughs> a literal terrorist there's no reason why this um why this particular game can't can't be like the second episode that we've talked about the entire way through yeah. and that the first episode is actually the one that you just said well but i kind of hmm, but i love the whole school thing and the roommates and introducing the world in that way oh it's tough I guess it depends on, it's not just one person amassing an army. It is kind of this one school. There's this one school who persists in the old ways of, well, they're not that old because of the whole ghost not being around that long, but who persists in the idea of haunting as the calling of ghosts. Uh, And, and so it is, it still feels like a school. It's still that kind of, uh, somewhat fun, you know, whimsical idea of a ghost school. But that's actually the big sort of twist, or not a twist, but just as you go along, you find out, oh, there's this whole other world of ghosts out there, and they actually, like, mostly don't think this is a good idea yeah. and want to work with the living. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something interesting there. That that's Then it still gives you... The fun stuff of how to lurk in a corner and scare people. <laughs> what was it? I think it was like some of the early Call of Duty games or early Medal of Honor games that set, uh, that went between different players, mm-hmm. uh, different characters throughout the different theaters of war. Right. Uh, yeah. There's no reason why you couldn't actually have this as set up in chapters where you know you sort of play two different people. Uh, you play one person being being taught about. Yeah. You know. Going through scary, scaring sort of stuff, and then the other ones being taught like history of mm-hmm. of ghosts, and you're sort of able to, you know, or they're a teach like, or they're an older, like, yeah. or they're a teacher or something like, right? Like, yeah, yeah, perhaps. Um, or you could just make it that the whole haunting stuff is just sort of the first act or so, and and maybe there's like almost a not quite a raid, but like. You you start to find out, you know, you meet some students from these other schools and your eyes are open a bit and you're like, oh, shit, I actually don't want to be part of these. And you, like, defect to yeah to the other school in a way. Yeah, um, so there's many different ways that we could go. And um, then you yeah, this is such a rich fucking idea that I just want to keep talking about and actually want to build and make and think of a story around. But we've been going for more than an hour. Just about on this one idea. Uh, so I guess we should finish it up. <laughs> well, I reckon we should do one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more. No. That was a, a fun episode. I, it was a little bit different. So to those who, who hang out for our, you know, click pitch where we do, you know, five or six or seven games in one episode, apologies. I hope you enjoyed it well enough. World well building. You know. Yeah, world building. Tumbling and our, through, our, like, yeah, an adventure um, game premise. Yeah, exactly. I c- c- keep not being able to think of the word, and Trevor is doing very well at <laughs> jumping in <laughs> when he needs to. Uh, but we will finish it up there. So if you want to find us online, you can go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. All of our stuff is there. Go to our Facebook and, and Twitter and, and shoot us some uh, some fun old messages let us know what you thought of this and if you have ideas for story arcs or, hey, if you're an artist and you want to help us make a video game and not get paid for it and do it in your spare time, <laughs> we're making we're making one right now uh, and 
I think our next game might be this one. So, because <laughs> I really want to build it now. Uh, but anyway, that'd be fun. Also, we are part of the 8-Bit Collective. Go to 8bit.net to see a bunch of other great podcasts as well. Uh, we are uh, recording this on or maybe just after. I'm not sure of how the time zones are working on that International Podcast Day. And so, you know, as a celebration of that, approximately two weeks after the fact when this comes out, go and check them out. Check out 8-Bit and, uh, and, and see a bunch of other cool podcasts. Well, for all those people out there who we met at PAX over this last weekend, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for all the support. Um, you are amazing. Um, this is two weeks in the past, so hopefully it all worked yeah, out I'm well. I'm sorry if I got too drunk and made a bit of an ass of myself. Oh, sorry, I should say I'm sorry that I got a bit too drunk because we're doing this in the past tense <laughs> and made an ass of myself. Um, and I appreciate you, you know, keeping that a secret forever and never speaking of it again. Yes. So, not next week, but the week after will be our 150th episode. It will be probably the episode that we recorded live at PAX. Yes, most likely. Hopefully, we'll have some guests on. <laughs> we haven't sorted that out yet. But I'm sure that it was awesome because we were, were talking about it in the past tense. That was such a great episode. <laughs> I was about to say, we're back in present tense of when recording time and uh, time travel is hard and my brain hurts. Check out the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Awesome group of like-minded individuals that just want to help each other promote their podcasts, their Twitch streams and everything else. So check out at AGP Network on Twitter or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. And finally, we'd like to thank Kuradust for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. That is correct. Thank you again for joining us this week on BitStorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I am Trevor Scott. And I lost all my flesh. <laughs>